Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Lauren. And we're out of practice. And you're listening to Podcast Podcast. The podcast that talks about how great podcasts are. <laughs> how self-obsessed. <laughs> practice our practice well the last show was a clip show like summing up how fantastic our 2017 was like i mean our 2017 was total garbage like right. everyone else but oh. i mean the shows of oh, 2017 yeah. was a highlight was a, nah. this was a highlight of my life i think it's a highlight of everyone's life of we everyone's got to experience life. it but it's been a while since we've been at the mic oh my gosh i'm Welcome glad back. to be back me too it feels right you know I, yeah yeah totally it's like when you uh lose a bunch of weight and you can fit into those jeans again and it's just like it's fits exactly so good. like that yeah fits so good can that be our slogan yeah podcast podcast it fits so, so good. good it sounds a little sexual <laughs> i like it no, that's the intention i love it okay good um i forget like what sh- what even our show nuts are i mean we definitely want people to rate us on iTunes. Still? Isn't that a two, kind of a 2017 it, thing? I know. But it's <laughs> now that iTunes like has like analytics, but we need more people to rate it. Tell Even just tell a friend about this podcast. Yeah. Um, you know people who listen to podcasts? Share the love. And call the Big Listen. 202-885-POD1. Or? Big Listen at WAMU.org. I listen to that podcast every single week. Like, so excited that yeah. maybe... Someone will be saying podcast, podcast. You guys, make Lauren's day. Please. Call the and big then, listen. And then Lauren Ober is like, call us and tell us about your podcast. And I'm like, we are. <laughs> You're not listening to us. She's got to pay attention. I have called. You have? Yes. I mean. I know that my mother has called. Everyone's got to fight the good fight, you know? Yeah. I mean, the Pacell family is representing you guys. Yay. Are you? Um, now, it's time for... Your favorite segment. Uh, I love this one. I love this one. Around. We have a friend named Josh who has to drive very far about once, twice a week. For a long-term relationship. Yeah. So we have, um, we just want to give him some ideas of things to think about. Yeah. On his long drive. And if you have a long, if you have a really long drive, long commute, something like that, this could give you something to noodle about too. Yeah. It's just whatever your commute is or whatever, whenever you have some extra time. And actually we have an update from Josh. Josh has started listening to the podcast, which basically we created a segment around him so he would have to listen. Yeah. But, um, he had, uh, some notes about, he said episode uh, from the 19th was a tie. That was the safari question and the cookie question. Uh-huh, yeah. So it was a tie. Wow, that's um, a good one. So you asked, like, what would your ideal safari be? And I said, if you had to create um, themed cookies based on your favorite, like, media, movie, TV, book, whatever, what would they be? question, yeah. Duh, Ugh, if I had a nickel for every time someone asked me <laughs> that today alone... Um, he said the safari question was more fun to think about, but Eric's stumped me. Still haven't come up with a good cookie. He also says, by the way, safari is a similar gaggle of old high school and college friends and their partners. I think I would do somewhere in South America because they wouldn't be as put up by the flights. And Josh has said that we could be the drivers. Yes. yes. Wow. Safari it up. You won't regret this, Josh. Honestly, we'll no. read up all about South American safaris and just... We will make up facts about those animals. Make up I don't even know what the animals are yet. Yeah. But I'm going to be making up facts. Probably some kind of bird. I mean, I there's know. something that's nocturnal, I think. <laughs> exactly. Usually. Everywhere you and go. I definitely know what nocturnal means. So don't ask. Right. Um, okay, what, wait, what this are... Is this is an this annoying week's? Lauren story from when she was little, but... My parents took me to a lobster, like it was like in Maine, and it was like learn about the lobsters, and it was like a ex- exhibit, like in yeah. a museum. And were there I, live lobsters? Yeah, yeah. And there was like a lobster expert talking about the lobsters, of course. And like I was in the very front, away from my parents. They were like, "She can go stand with the kids in the front." Yeah. And like I kept on shooting my hand up and like asking questions, and they but they were really bad questions. Yeah. My parents couldn't get to me to stop me, so I'd be like, <laughs> one of my questions was our lobster is nocturnal and the guy was like that's actually a very good question i don't remember the answer but it, the, then the, then the question started like 
going off the rails. Because you've like, been rewarded. For it was your like question. my yeah. friend has a pool, and there was a dead frog in it. And my parents were like, "No," and they like couldn't get <laughs> to me to like shut me up. This is why no one should have children. That'll teach them. Anyway, what's your joshing around this week? Uh, my joshing around subject this week is actually really strong. Um, I want you, Josh, while you're driving and thinking, um, to invent a new business. Okay. Let me clarify. Yes. I don't mean like come up with a cool business that you think would be fun, like some sort of business plan. I mean like invent a business that doesn't exist do you hear me yeah it like if you're thinking okay like hats for pets it it exists that surely at like a pet invent a business that is not in the world you know this is a fun like parlor game because you could google it like i it's like yep i really really turn your siri on so you can say siri is there such a thing as uh bubble footwear and then she can tell you know what I mean. Oh and you can fact check whether or not I your love, business is, this is completely really new. This is this is better than mine. Thanks. That's a good one. Thanks. Um, What's yours? Well, I just was thinking he's probably going to pass a lot of billboards. <gasps> yes. And I was like, how cool would it be? I think I've heard Tim Ferriss say this before. Like, if you could have a billboard, like, what would you say? Ooh. What would you put on? Like, what do you think? Want everyone to know? But <gasps> so I want every time he passes a billboard to use the artwork and put his own message. So every time you drive a, a billboard redo the the copy yeah right and make maybe, the messaging about yeah your and maybe make notes i'd love to hear what they are like wow that's so a fun one redo the billboards on your trip have you seen three billboards outside ebbing missouri we're gonna see it this weekend uh, um, have you what did you think because i heard it wasn't great but the performances were amazing but what, what what did you think i loved it full tilt it wasn't my favorite of the year mm-hmm. by any means but i i'm partial i really love martin mcdonough he's my favorite playwright Okay, I don't know who yeah. that is, but he's my he, favorite, he, favorite playwright. <laughs> he wrote the screenplay and directed. Okay. He also wrote like in Bruges, like he's written a bunch of movies and stuff, but he's a really an incredible playwright. Also, Francis McDermott. Ain't nothing to sneeze at. And Sam Rockwell is really, really yeah. good in this. It's, yeah, yeah it's a good movie. See it. Well, good. I'm glad you're seeing it. And while you're watching that, Josh can think about what three billboards and more. <gasps> and he's, he's gonna and update with his life. Um, okay, now it's time for a podcast challenge. Uh, uh, your favorite segment. Yes. Okay. Last week, you challenged me to listen to a little podcast called Fart This. <laughs> Which, like, just by title alone, this podcast is doing great I things. Mean, should we play the beginning again? Uh, no, we, I don't know if I can find it in time. Just keep on going. Okay, great. Um, we played the beginning last week, but basically, um, each week, host Maddie Wig Wager Wagger 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 yeah. brings on a rotating Wager. cast of comedians and friends to play a highly competitive improvised game of fart sounds in scenarios. <laughs> I know that's confusing. I'll explain it more. Um, the contestants do get out for the title of the ultimate fartists by giving their fe- best fake two sounds. This sounds so stupid, but it's not. Um, okay. The episode I listened to was the most recent, recent, which also happened to have your favorite, Barbara Gray, plus Lindsay Adams and Ever Maynard. So basically, there are two ways to play the game. One is that like you are providing the fart noise, and then the other guests have to describe like what the scenario is that the fart happened in like who the person is i really like this it's so good (laughs) and then the other opposite version is like you um create the scenario and the other guests like make a fart noise now you're disqualified if you make a real fart they they note that you make a fart noise with your mouth that like goes attributes to that scenario i can't believe this only like this is such a good idea <laughs> it's, it's I, I i'm not going to give my final rating until i, I have a little clip that we, okay. we should listen to from the show yes. um okay in this one the scenario maddie the host is giving is that um you found your perfect apartment <laughs> And you're meeting with the broker, high stakes, you really want this place, Um, and the following plays out. Here it is. And (laughs) as you're handing over the documents, and you're like, I can't wait to hear from you, really looking forward to, you know, this place is beautiful. Um, I love the Spanish style um, house at this, you know. Of course. Guess what? You let out a nervous toot. (laughs) Oh, boy. And this 
actually, like you don't real, you don't know this because this happens behind closed doors. This is the reason you did not get the apartment. <laughs> so you let it out right as you're leaving. Yeah, it's like you you're handing right. the documents. You're like ready to go. You're waving, oh, wow. and then as you still have eye contact. Yeah. Okay. And it lets out. Heavy and eye then contact. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Here we when go. you're ready, fart that. Oh boy. Okay. Oh, I get the game now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, great story. Yeah. So you can explain how this game works, but it's not until you get the wheels rolling. Um, I know the sound in my head that I wanted to make, but I don't know if it's going to come out right. So we'll see. That's Let's all right. See what happens. Uh, how do you do this? Okay. <laughs> oh my god, that's not loud enough. Wait, hold on. Okay, take two. <laughs> Oh, that was terrible. All right, keep going. <laughs> That's my intimidation tactic. <laughs> exactly. My head, no. You know, you might be better at the other round, which is, you know, the, the, yeah, the scenarios. We'll see, we'll but see. Yeah, well, we'll see. No points have been awarded yet. This uh, is a Lindsay. competition. Okay. Uh, I'm ready. Oh. oh. Classic. Classic horn Classic. fart. Classic. Oh my gosh. It really is like a storytelling podcast. It is. <laughs> and it's like, I just love the play along element. I don't even think you. Ha- I have to tell you my overall rating for this one because it's ding, 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 ding. so like 20 out of 20 farts. I really is what I, I want this. more. It's want so more. good. You I have also to listen want to more it. More guests. Like, I want everyone on it. Who's your dream farter? Oh Who my would, gosh. You don't have to tell me. I can ask you again if you want to think about no, it. No, I really want to know Ooh. how. Um, no, that would be a good one. I, You know who I think has some good farts up their sleeve? <laughs> 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 is um oh my gosh I'm trying to think of uh, Aaliyah Shakwat. Oh, I think she's got farts. some great farts up her sleeve. Creative unusual farts. Yeah, right. Okay, overall rating this podcast it's endlessly entertaining and just a really great respite. Yeah, I have a new goal in Abby. life, new New Year's resolution yeah, to give one it. day become famous enough to be on Fart This. Ah. Uh. It's all I want in my I life. think that's the perfect, like, attainable goal. It's kind of like how I just want to be rich enough to be able to fly first class every time. Right. I don't need a mansion. I don't need a private jet. I just want to... <laughs> I don't this is yours. Need you that. just need to be famous enough I, I to just, get on to I Fart This. All right. So if you loved it as much as we did, go check out Fart This, hosted by Maddie Wager, Wagger or something. Yeah, you, um, you were right the first time, and then I corrected you incorrectly. Uh, no, I have no idea. Oh. I think we're both right. It's impossible to find I think out. it's Wagger. Um, yeah. This was episode 19. Go go check it out. Um, okay, now is the time where I challenge you back. Uh, I have two, <gasps> and I'm that I'm between. Mm, I'm really kind of torn. How are we gonna pick? <sighs> okay, I think DJ Jaywoo, I need you to give me a number one or a number two. He's gonna pick two. Try not to be biased by all the farting. Wait. Like number number two comes um, with farts. Do you know what I mean? Right. That's yeah, why totally. I thought you'd pick no, number two. No, no, that's I, I, <laughs> yeah. Well, fine. We'll go with number one then. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. So this is kind of the more serious of the two, but I think you're gonna like it. Okay. So I have loved Torre since I read Who's Afraid of Post Blackness, like a long time ago, and the wisdom keeps come. Have you listened to this one? I've listened to the podcast, but not all the episodes. Or is there only? I feel like there's only been a few. Right? Yeah. There's like. A handful, like I seven or eight. To all of them, and I love him. Okay, well, Torrey's latest venture is this podcast called The Torrey Show, where he talks to people who have like found success in their fields, and he asks them how they got to be where they are. I love him so much, but you've already listened to it, so I feel like I should breeze Try over it and do the do the other one. Yeah. Okay, well, you all should go listen to Torrey's Show because Absolutely. it's really really good. Um, he is just cool and smart. Yeah, I want to be him when I grow up. Um, okay, second ch- challenge. This is actually why I had two is because I was like, I bet you've listened to Tory show. Um, okay, hosted by comedians John Gabris and Lauren Lapkiss. You've listened to this one? It's, I love it. TV. God. Oh, Duh. sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm okay, well like then, kind of addicted to that show. You are? Wait, can we talk about it for a sec? Yes. Okay, okay. so just so you people listening know, the podcast is called Raised by TV. Um, it's a new podcast from Earwolf that just like revisits the best and worst TV of the 80s and 90s right in our wheelhouse, like TGIF, Oprah, serial commercials, etc. Yeah, I Tell almost me. had a clip I wanted to use, which I think I might use in the future, yeah, but good. it's hard because a lot of it is a, a 
child that grew up on television, yes, there's some moments of frustration because Why? they'll be like, "Wait, um, who was that character on all that?" And I'm like oh, screaming. You know I'm like, it. "Oh, how do you yeah. not?" Know this? They 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 would admit it. They're not prepared. Yeah, they basically like are like, "Hey, let's talk about Snick." And just then they based just on like, our memories. Well, yeah. But like <laughs> as a real snick expert, sometimes right. I'm like, oh, I'm screaming, but they, I enjoy it. Like it's, it's not like super, they did zero research, yeah, great. but it's like, it's nostalgic um, times a zillion. Is it's there a fun. chance you should start a snick podcast Oh, called, my. are you afraid of my heart? Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Are you afraid of my fart? <laughs> That's, That's it. Another That's one. it. It's, it can be a combo fart this. Yes. TV. Oh wow. Okay. Wait. So I have now challenged you to two that you already listened to. I did Why have don't a, you pick a Torre because I haven't listened to a ton. I didn't pick a Tory one, but I did pick two raised by TV ones, but okay. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go back to the Tory one, the Tory show, and pick one specifically that I think you're going to like. Okay, and tell me later, I'm assuming. Yeah, Are you totally. Gonna, okay. I don't have that. I'm sorry, I fucked it up, but... No, okay. no, are you kidding? I messed that up because I can't find also, a gosh darn podcast you haven't listened also, to. Also, it's been a long so many time damn since have done, so I've had a lot of time <laughs> to like... Also, I was sick, lots of podcasting time. Yes, totally like, fair. Too and also, you're just like a, a podcast enthusiast. Yeah. <laughs> you're just a I'm loser. Just That's a what loser I was trying to say. Thank you for saying it so yeah. I didn't have to. Well... But those are both really good. I mean, the part of it is that you know me so well. You're picking ones that I love. You're because, so right. Yeah. You're so right. That's nice of you to say. Um, but it's true. There is a little bit of like, I know she's going to love this. But if you love it, you probably have already discovered also, it. Also, I love John Gabrus. He also has does High and Mighty, which I've been listening uh-huh. to. Yes, 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 yes. So lovable. Aw. kind and like, I feel like I would trust him with my life. Like I really, he's like, um, he's like my new favorite, one of my new favorite podcasters. Would you let him, um, yes. cat sit Monty? Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. Maybe you should be on. Oh my um, God. Do you think he would do it if I asked him? Yes. Can I get a hold? No, no yeah. doubt. Maybe, um. Gabrus, if you're listening, um, are you available on Friday? Because I'm going to Ohio. <laughs> Wait, why are you guys going to Ohio? It's my it's Cookie's birthday. And, oh, you know, cook, cook! You'll have to tell her I say happy birthday. <laughs> and now for a word from our sponsor, BarkBox. Kids these days, Lauren, am I right? They know nothing about nature. So out of touch with the planet. What with their app packs and cell totes. That's why for Christmas this year, I bought all the youths on my Christmas list a subscription to BarkBox, the only subscription service that sends you boxes of bark every month. BarkBox even has their own forest where they grow trees just for the bark. Then they chop down and burn all the trees. So you know you're getting fresh bark, not used bark. Ew, that's just gross. If the kid you gave this thing to gives you flack, rolls their eyes, or tells you that this is a boring or dumb gift, just tell them they don't appreciate nature enough to go to their rooms and play with their bark until they give two shits about Mother Nature. That'll teach them. They can look at the bark, pet the bark, or hold the bark samples next to each other. If they're ever in a daughter party situation, they can eat the bark. Just go to BarkBox.com and select 40, 40 or 80 month plan. That's a lot of trees. Enter podcast podcast now and BarkBox will even send you a bark display trapper keeper so you can show off all those snazzy bark samples. They'll be the most popular kid in town with this collection. Uh, thanks, BarkBox. You know, you're so good at reading these. I I I, I didn't want to tell you this, but the sponsors have started requesting that only you You're read. kidding. Yeah. Such you just, flattery. You do a much better job. Well, I did stumble so once convincing. or twice, if I'm honest. I mean, it's pretty convincing. Well, it's not hard to be convincing when you're talking about a BarkBox Trapper Keeper. I know. All the kids will love it. Oh my gosh, it sounds like it. <laughs> you know, It'll I be did, the most popular kid in town. I, I got it for my th- uh, two, almost three-year-old niece for Christmas this year. And let me tell you, she was <laughs> loving that bark. I saw a video of her she had poured all of the samples into a pit <laughs> that's right and was rolling around in it that's which exactly right dangerous but nope. like was the smile on her face she calls it the splinter pit oh! she just had so much fun <laughs> she's so inventive she should start her own company does that company exist splinter pit well if they do i'm not talking about it until they sponsor us oh my god i think you just won josh <laughs> oh my god yes. josh Wait. are you listening you cannot use that because oh my we gosh. thought of it already 
You, what do you no, call you it? Just, splinter pit? The splinter pit. No, Olivia thought of it. Well, that's true. My my niece kind of invented this. <laughs> so she wins joshing around. Wow. What a journey we've been on. Okay. At any rate, thanks, BarkBox. Um, are you ready for clip one? No, I'd like to talk about BarkBox more. I mean, I could go on all day. <laughs> just kidding. Um, at least it's fresh bark. <laughs> that's okay. so true. It's not used. Um, Okay, have you... Okay, clip one is from Brittany's Instagram podcast. Yes. Um... The hosts are Barbara Gray, who was just inferred this. Um, yep. This is like a Barbara Gray obsessed episode, which As most of them are. Is, yep. um, Tess Barker uh, is also on this podcast. Who sh- they're both in Lady to Lady. To Lady. Um, Brian Safi is the guest on this one. It's called Love is Blind. Now, it's episode two. Have you heard of this podcast before? Never. No, you know all the secret podcasts, and I just keep pulling out ones that you already listened okay. to. Well, Question number two. Yes. Do you follow Britney Spears on Instagram? I do not. Because we've talked about not following celebs on Instagram. Exactly. You are, This is a celeb you are going to want to this follow. This is my exception. This It's a unique account. Yes. Okay. It is special. Yeah. And then you'll want to follow Britney's Instagram podcast <laughs> on Instagram. Because I'm into they, it. Okay. I'm into so, it. So, um... Wait, quick check-in. How does Britney Spears make you feel, and how much do you know about her in general? Um, She makes me feel sort of like medium. I don't feel very strongly, um, but a lot of my friends do. A lot of Mm. my friends really love her. And what was the second part? Just how much are you aware of, like, you know... For her story, like her yeah, ups like and downs. I feel like again because my friends are super into it, I sort of get a little bit of the vibe, but like not all the also, way. Also, you're a gay man. Yeah, like, it comes up. It comes with the territory. Sure. Yeah. Um. So. Barbara and Tess have created this entire podcast dedicated solely to her Instagram feed. Every Ugh. time she does a post, they do an episode. Basically, it's like once a week. It started off every other week, and they were like, there's too much. That is we hysterical. We need this to be once a week. Um, so Britney Spears is 36 and still under a conservatorship with her father. What does that mean? It means she does not have power to purchase things. She has to get everything approved. She couldn't leave the country if she wanted. It's basically like, uh, I mean, it's crazy. Wait. I didn't even know that that existed. Remember when she like kind of went nuts? Yeah, two thousand seven like, shaved her, head, Brittany. You do know a lot about her, so they took her children away and were like, "You can't buy anything anymore." So she's like, her Starbucks, she needs to get approved. Like every purchasing, this, she like lives in this house. She's not allowed to leave. She was just doing a show in Vegas for a while. I'm sure you yeah, heard about that, uh-huh. but that's over now. It just ended on December thirty first, and so she was like doing this show and working, but like not really in control of her life. That's she has a crazy. boyfriend who's a back dancer. Anyways, I know a lot about her now. Apparently, yeah. But um, so but the Instagram account is kind of become the one place where she's been able to be free, and that's why it's such an amazing. Oh, I love that um, account. And when I first heard about the podcast, I worried that it would be making fun of her or that it would be sad. Yeah. But Barbara and Tess love her, and here's um here they are talking about it with Brian Safi. She really just like lives in that name, and and it's. <laughs> So nice. Oh my god, there's something very like 1992 perfume about it. Like it's. Oh, I mean that's her. I mean yeah. that's her. Yeah, she's the living version of that. And also, I mean, I don't. Know, I feel like one thing that I'm getting from the Instagram is like she seems really happy, right? She does. She does. Well, I've, that's what you said. You didn't feel like you had to protect her. That's a really interesting. Exactly. Like I felt. I think that was my the thing that I was nervous about with the Instagram was sort of like. Oh, is this you know? Is this like uh, rubbernecking or something? You know, yeah, and kind it, of a tragic exactly. Look into and it's life. actually the it's actually very hopeful <laughs> and like, do you know what I mean? I mean, yes. she was in a fucking bind and like she's great now, or so it seems. And and the fact that she does it herself makes me think like you're having fun. Oh, and I mean, I think that we'll get to it later. But the fashion shows, it's like yeah. It, She's having. She might be on house arrest to some degree, but right. she is making the most of it. That's right. That's a good way to put it. Like she really is. Like, <laughs> and I just say what I also love about her. Speaking of living in 1992, is she reminds me of like, I don't know, like what the sex symbols of like the 40s, like Sophia Loren now still brings it every time. Like she's still living in that sex symbol era, mm-hmm. and I feel like Britney the more she ages is still going to give us all of it. You know what I mean? Like she just, I, she will always be in the 1990s and that was a happy fucking place. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I love that it's, I'm, like, it is like taking a dip into the 90s. It's kind of like, like she still wears like candy platform shoes and like, it's almost like she got frozen in the 90s. And by the way, that was a happy time. Think about the 90s. Well, we did not for have her. all these problems we have 
today. Fair. It was a wonderful time. Yeah. To be alive. Fair. And um, <laughs> and you can go back to the '90s by looking at her Instagram, because it, but it seems very earnest. Like she really like she, uh, like Tessa's always calling her basic, which I don't like using that word sometimes. <laughs> it's a tricky word, but she loves Brittany and. I think she uses the word with love, so I'm going to use the word too because the Instagram account highlights her basicness, and it, which makes her super relatable, super yeah, lovable. Yeah, exactly. Like she literally will be like, here's a picture of my latte. You know, like she puts on fashion shows in her home where she's literally, <laughs> I don't know who's there. Right. It's just she's videos like of her wearing up. clothes. Because think about it. She can order clothes but can't leave her house. She's putting out fashion That's shows nuts. for herself. Well, and also, so I pulled up the Insta- I pulled up her Instagram while the clip was playing. Um, not only is she basic in a '90s way, but she posted this Happy Thanksgiving little picture that, like, truly my mother would send me from her AOL email address. I think she's getting clips <laughs> from uh, her aunt's Facebook. Posts. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's that type of like. It's a lot of like silly um, clip arty. A few of the graphics have been like just let me shop and nobody gets hurt which by the way could be coded tessa and barbara kind of think it's coded like let let me shop dad who's holding my money might not be letting her shop interesting and um like chocolate doesn't ask silly questions chocolate understands like that sounds like something a basic ass bitch would find hilarious that's so Um, funny there was one where she just wrote love is blind and there's a picture of a blind horse in the background like i don't even understand that where did she get a blind horse she ran into it how do you know it was blind I have a lot of questions. See? Okay. You have to look on her feed. You'll know when you see it. The other funny thing that she does that I really like is she she, um, posts a picture with emojis that don't relate to the picture. Absolutely not. Like, it's like her in this, like, dress, and she looks amazing. Like, she looks great, and it's just apples. Yeah. But, like, the dress is pink. Like, because... Nothing. Her butt. Her butt isn't showing, which sometimes people use apples as like an emoji for a butt. Well, the thing is, like on most celebrities, it's being controlled by like someone. Right. This is clearly. This is her. Her. For real. <laughs> like it's so honest. It's so entertaining. Sometimes she changes the captions, like because they're all over this. <gasps> you know what she'll I mean? She'll change it. Oh, like she'll write something stupid, and then her like, people will be like, "Do you mind?" Like not? one time she wrote like. Today would have been better if I hadn't have gotten locked out of my house and it got changed. <laughs> um, I liked it when she wrote, I was really inspired yesterday by Madonna's post. Mad- Madonna had posted Silence is Death, which is for like a, it's like a slogan talking about like gay people and yeah. get, coming out and like yeah. being honest about who you are. Um, but Brittany says, she's right. Silence is death. These words really struck with me because they are so true. I've always wanted to do a performance like this, singing in a pretty little black dress. And then she does a dance. It's like, that's not what Madonna was talking about. <laughs> but like, no one is telling her this. It's just like, I mean, there oh, are posts no. that's like, I, I ate the whole pan and it's like an empty pan of apple crumble. Like, it's so <laughs> honest and real. It's, um, her son's on skateboards and like, it's it's um oh there's a lot of things that are like a picture of a car and it'll be yeah. like I wish I could have this car and it's like you're Britney Spears bitch you could have that car well and is it like a car she stumbled upon or like from a Google Just image like search some a little bit of both yeah <laughs> uh, it's it's great um another interesting thing is like you know like paparazzi don't have the power that they used to have like paparazzi used to be our number one gateway into celebs lives and yeah. so paparazzi would be all over. Uh, fan uh, stars like Britney Spears, but yeah. now it's like it's because of social media. Like they give us that access, right? So we're getting this access. Um, her Vegas show ended on December thirty first, so it'll be interesting to see what she does next. She's in great shape. She's in crazy she, shape. I don't think she can drink alcohol because of all. She's on a lot of medication. Interesting. She should be able to. Ha- she should be able to make her purchasing decisions. I don't know what's going on. It's a mystery, and that's why we have to scrutinize these posts and figure yeah. out what is going on. Maybe we need Maybe to free she is her. sending us messages. Maybe. There should be a podcast like the Richard Simmons one. Well, I think that the goal of this is to free her. Oh, I wow. I, I support that. Yeah. If, if for some reason back in 2007, they were like, you can't have control of anything. Isn't there a point at which we reevaluate? I know. Like forever. Cause she made a ton also, of money on that Vegas show. Another, we did this to her. Yeah. She was a normal girl who loves dresses and fashion shows and lattes. 
we screwed her up. We did this to her. Well, and now and, and her parents yeah. who pushed her into that performing as a child thing. True. Um, Tess and Barbara think that she knows this podcast exists because right after the <gasps> podcast started, it started getting ramped up. Like she's. So oh my gosh. I think that she knows about it and might be. I mean, what? Isn't this weird? This whole thing is so weird and interesting. It is. It has this this mysterious air. But you know that if she's like locked up in this castle, she has a Google alert on herself. Yeah. I'm, it, I mean, she probably knows about it. Yeah. If she, I mean, I'm sure she listens to our podcast, so she knows about it now. Well, exactly. If she hadn't known about it before, right. <laughs> us covering it. For sure means she knows about it. Um, this makes me think that, you know, we had talked about doing a podcast all about the Tiny Foods uh, Twitter account. Yeah, we Instagram did. account. We seriously it thought It makes about me that. think we could do an entire podcast about that because, oh, oh except Tiny Foods. I, I'm not the right person for the job because if we had to be looking at the Tiny Foods account, I would just be sitting here being like, oh, oh. That was, yeah, that was oh, the podcast. Yep, you oh, just got a uh, Sample oh. clip from oh. Tiny Foods Podcast, Instagram account <laughs> podcast. But if you could do a podcast on something like pretty bizarre, what would you Oh do? my goodness. That's such a great question. I think that I would sit in a paint your own pottery studio and I would um, have a podcast that would be judge it, like describing and judging all the terrible things that the kids were doing. Because, you know, it's like, oh, she picked a really cool like <gasps> cupcake so piggy bank. Fun. She's going to, oh, she just got orange. Okay, she just got orange and brown. and It's not going well. Like, she's splattering it all I over. Lo- I love that. It's like um, right? a sports cast for yeah. people that don't like yeah. sports. Yeah. So if I had to do a podcast on something strange and obscure, that's what it would be. I like that. What about you? I'm, I Mine also involves children, which means we might have to talk to some lawyers. Interesting. But I would want to go to school dances and give play-by-plays <laughs> on the awkwardness of the school dances. Wait, that's really funny that both of our things are to, like, be in a situation and observe it. Make fun of children. Make fun in of children, awkward, basically. weird situations. Huh. Hey, huh. we have a we do have things in common, Eric. It's Great. true. I'm gonna be a really good parent. <laughs> um. Anyway, I I recommend you follow Britney Spears on Instagram. Um. I recommend you follow Britney Spears Instagram podcast on Instagram. I recommend that you start listening to Britney Spears Instagram podcast. Whew. Wow, it's a lot of Britney Spears. It's a lot for you to do, but it's worth it. So worth it. We well, have now to we free know. Britney. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag free Britney. Um. Our second clip comes to us from Girlboss. Have you heard of Girlboss? Of course. I've read her books. I, I imagine you have. And I've listened. Yes, I'm a big fan. Yeah. So it, it started out as this like great media outlet um, that is like a blog and a book and a foundation and a rally organization. And well, go ahead. Sophia Amoroso started Nasty Gal. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just, so Sophia Amoroso is like the, the person who started this media company, but... Before this, she had a company called Nasty Gal. Do you want to talk about? I mean, it sounds disgusting, but you can get it's some not- really cute dresses for like nothing. <laughs> so I always liked it. And she is kind of incredible. The, the She's also the host of Girl Boss Radio, which is the podcast from Girl Boss. Um, but she's like so badass. And like she's this business savant who like started her empires at 23 and has just been building and building and building. And I think that Nasty Girl like... didn't end super well but this is sort of like her next chance at things and it's pretty amazing i think her greatest asset as a businesswoman is that she wasn't never a businesswoman yeah right you know what i mean like she never did things the way that business women think they have yeah and like that traditional sort of track Mm -hmm. she just like pioneered Mm -hmm. um yeah, her story, her whole story is super interesting. So look into that if you have time, but we don't have time to get into that. So instead, I offer this um, on her podcast, which again, it's called Girl Boss Radio. Um, Sophia interviews women who are also boundary pushing and gleans just, you know, amazing stories and little nuggets of wisdom that they've learned along the way. So this episode's guest who I love is the very funny Kate Berlant. Um I was first turned on to her from just her Twitter account, which is so she's, funny. She's a tweeter. She's a tweeter. Mm-hmm. She's a tweeter tweeter. Um, but since I've loved her collaborations with my personal favorite yeah. human of the universe, John Early. Um, yeah. Do you follow Kate Berlant? Are you into mm-hmm. her? She, I just think she's so funny. Yeah. I hate to say this, but I didn't 
pay attention to her until she, I knew that she was a, like with John Early. Yeah. Like that was what got my attention. And not that like John Early is funnier or anything like that, but it's like when two people that you love like come together, right. it's even more yeah. tantalizing. Um, so in this clip, Sophia asks Kate Berlant for advice she would give women who want to get into comedy. Here it is. And I would be, hard, it's like hard to think of a city or a place that doesn't have a comedy scene at this point. So it seems like even if you aren't in the middle of a active comedy scene, you might be like two hours away from one or an hour away from one. There's no, you just, I mean, it's like the only advice there, there is no advice. Truly. The only thing is just like start doing it as soon as you can. Yeah. And like, don't let up. I mean, that really is it. I like to say to people that like, and really, truly, the only difference between other than like brain surgeons, the the difference between the people who are doing what you want to be doing, like so many women who come on this podcast and people you admire, the only difference between you and them is that they're doing it. And it's like it's actually like nobody knows how to get there until they're like there and doing it. And yeah, you have to put in the time and the hours and figure out how to get better at what you're doing and do it five or seven nights a week in front of strangers in a big city yeah while you're in college and get used to the terror put yourself through hell yeah i feel like that's such sage advice not just for comedy obviously but for everything and i feel like like this is what i tell people when they ask how i got in my field it's just like no one invites you to do it you just like start asking people or you start doing it and you know it builds from there yeah and yeah, like be prepared to be uncomfortable and be bad and embarrass yeah. yourself. And yeah. you have to be okay with that. Well, and we listen to a lot of comedy podcasts, so we hear the advice of like, you know, you won't, you won't be a good comic until you've bombed like a dozen times or whatever. And I feel like the there's an equivalent to that in every field. Like, you have to like fail to succeed and learn from it and all that. Blah 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 blah. Well, there is, but I feel like especially with comedy, because yeah. if you're going to be a stand-up comic, like. I'm trying to think. Okay, so I did hip hop dance, and I was the worst one in the class. Not true. Y- yes, true. I was in that class. Our final dance troupe performance. I was the worst one. Okay, <laughs> but there were a bunch of other people up there. It was fun. Yeah. Stand up comedy. You go up there. You're up there by like, yourself. Nowhere, yeah. There's nowhere to hide. They're no, they can't put you in the back. They right. can't make you a backup dancer. You're a stand up comedian. Like so. That is a really, that's why it's good practice if you want to be fearless in other ways. Like, yeah. if you can do that, I feel like you could, you can, uh, you, you can do anything. Absolutely anything. Brain surgery. Wait, um, it sound, kind of sounds like you're speaking from experience. And what our listeners might yeah. not know mm. is that you are speaking from experience because you took a class and at the end of the class, there was like a stand up like presentation. Yeah. Are you, you're making I mean I was so bad at it you were absolutely not bad at it you were good at it and mostly you knew what you knew what stories to tell like you knew the funny subjects and of the folks in your class you were really very funny I wish I could do it again because I feel like I've learned a lot I hadn't been studying you need to study a lot yeah like other comedians and old comedians and old specials and I feel like I just thought, I'll probably be good at this. And I wasn't. I really wasn't. Like, I mean, I admit where I am good at stuff. Oh, my God. Okay? No problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I really struggled with this. It wasn't. It, I give comedians so much credit. Because you could be good at talking. And, like, I feel like I'm better at this. Like, conversation. Yeah. You get up there all by yourself trying to make people laugh with scary. jokes. It's really scary. Um, I do remember in the show notes it says, do you remember a line? Yeah. I only remember one line and I don't remember what it has anything to do with, but Justin <laughs> and I still say it all the time. There was, a, do you know what I'm going to say? There was a line where I said, thanks, bitch. <laughs> and I have no idea what that was what for. What the setup was. But like or... we say it all the time. That was the only part I remember. That's so funny. Um, okay. So you're talking about like the bravery required to do that. Um, and sort of like the boldness of the, of like establishing yourself in your career. You have a great career now. Like what is, do you remember a bold move you made or like some like gutsy thing you did? It's funny. Cause they call that the girl boss moment on the podcast. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, sorry. Did you just say that? No, no, oh, I didn't say it. No, okay, no, no. I thought maybe you just said it. I miss it. Um, but I, I, and I was like trying to think and I was like, it's really hard like, can you do that? I feel like it's um, a hard thing to say. Like, oh, I did this and it was awesome. Like, yeah, I to pinpoint time. one moment. Maybe that, 
No, I mean like to even admit out loud that I did something. Oh, amazing. the thing. Oh no, that's the point I'm, of a girl pass yeah, moment that you're you. owning that you've done something. Yeah, and right. I'm even like I'm even prompting it, so it's even mm, less. Of I don't a, know. It makes me uncomfortable, <gasps> which is I think a problem with a girl. Like I, I am not a girl boss because part of being the girl boss isn't just being a boss. It's then saying I did this. Yeah, but you are a girl boss, and I think there are so many elements of being a girl boss. And just because that one piece of it is tough for you right now, doesn't mean you're not a girl boss. That's true. Okay, so we're arguing about we're not arguing, but like <laughs> I, I okay, I am a girl boss. Yeah, and agreed. you are a girl boss. Oh. And DJ Jaywoo is a girl boss. Yeah, yes, he definitely yes, is. Yes, 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 but yes. your girl boss moment. Yeah, is I hear that. I hear that. So here's an example. I thought of one. Yeah, give it. Been playing Super Nintendo lately. I beat a new level yesterday. Doom, and I had doom, never doom, 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 that doom. was a moment where I like slammed that player down and I was like, eat my shit. I'm I'm a girl boss. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did you feel that way? You recently were playing Nintendo in my so home. So I haven't played old school Nintendo since I was at my grandma's house and I was probably like seven years old. And Lauren kind of coached me through playing this one level, probably the easiest level in the whole game, I'm sure. We did it together. And I had I, a big, that was another girl boss moment for me. Can I get a little? I actually have so many. It was like a real shared victory because you helped me through to the end. I just realized I, I have it. a lot of girl boss moments and they're all about Nintendo. <laughs> That's not true. That's, I really like that question, though. That's yeah. a great question. It's a great... And also, the challenge to yourself. You should have a... Shoot for a girl boss moment once yeah. a day. Yeah. Like, and and be able to acknowledge your own girl boss moments. Because that's a big part of the girl boss. Yeah. It's inherently a problem with yeah. a lot of girls. They can't say the great thing they did. Um, It's already time for... A jingle jangle. What's jingle jangle? I don't remember. I'm so glad you asked. Jingle jangle is the part where we do we play a clip of something musical, either the intro music to a podcast or just a song that they play on the podcast. I fucking <laughs> love it when that voice comes out. I goddamn love it. If you tried to prompt me to bring that voice out, I couldn't. It I don't even know what that happen. is or where it comes from. I don't know what it is either. <laughs> oh my god. I love it. It's so embarrassing. Um. So okay. Uh. You heard of Story Pirates? Mm-hmm. Story Pirates is like. Oh, are you annoyed by like having this educational it? thing where they're like kid-centric media yeah. company, leading arts education advocate. They really they partnered do. with Gimlet to make this podcast for children's show. Oh, Each week, the crew aboard the Story Pirates. <laughs> Newly Christian ship will take original stories from real kids around the country and turn them into wildly funny podcasts for kids. I was going to feature the song called I Love a Ghost <laughs> but? from Story Pirates because they sing songs. Basically. Yeah. And then I was like, I felt it felt way too inauthentic. It's super it cheesy. Yeah. I don't like children's podcasts. I am not a child. But this is a good idea. Kids. <laughs> go listen your hearts out but I don't want to fucking listen to this shit and I do not want to talk about it I will add story pirates are it's a pretty awesome thing where they're like taking like performance things and integrating it into education and like it's like a great it's a great thing agreed but that I totally is why I brought it up but I like had it and I was like this is not my recommendation like yeah no it's not it didn't feel authentic we're not just sitting here to like churn out some factory I'm not just of, here to be like yeah like a no. twitter feed of jingle jangles yeah um so instead we're going to talk about this jingle jangle from lost culture says they always sing at the end it's uh my, it. my buddies i just love them matt rogers and bone yang yep this is from episode 64 seek treatment with pat reagan um <laughs> instead of uh, story pirates we're just going to hear the song that they wrote about courtesy flushing you got a courtesy flush if you wanna be my husband. Courtesy flush when you leave behind the toilet because if you want, leave your pee and <laughs> I fucked up. He lost it. He lost you it. You got a courtesy flush if you wanna be my husband. Take a deep breath before you leave the toilet because if you want to be with me baby and someday adopt a kid you got a courtesy flash all your pee and shit you need to flush two times you need to flush two times beautiful Okay, so that <laughs> is more up my alley. And I agree. I was, Justin and I were just talking about how at our gyms, which is an expensive place where people have money. Yeah. 
these no one flushes the goddamn toilets and i don't know not what's even going once on. I, there's lots of people that need this to, this, i should sing this song to oh them. well i have to counterpoint this song which is it's kind of wasteful to flush a, I think you need to time? do what you need to do. Oh. If, if it's if you need to, then two. Have you heard? Okay, they're not a sponsor. Maybe for 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 private home use. Maybe yeah, I don't like care what you do. A in definite your home. must, but sure. But like, if you're at work and you have like really bad confines, yeah, right. That's fair. Courtesy a row of dudes <laughs> at two p.m. in the afternoon after lunch. Right. That's, so, that's like some, lots of other people shit. use that space. I, yeah. Sorry, I, hear I don't that. mean to get too into this, but I yeah. believe that one of the reasons at my gym why people don't flush is it's automatic flushing, and I think they just they're not fucking paying attention, and they just think they it must be automatic, they and they walk away. Just check. It's yeah. not hard. And also, I don't like, want to have to check for you. By the time you stand up, it should have done its thing. If it didn't, you need to address. But it. who are these? Ghost people who are tricking the automatic flush system. What are they doing? The f- it always flushes like many times for me. If I if I even like hover near the the sensor, it goes off like forty times. I don't know what these people. They must be like doing like gymnastics over the toilet so that it doesn't flush on purpose. I think there's something something purposeful about this disgusting behavior. And I'm glad that they wrote this song. I think it was a strong performance and way better than fucking Story Pirates. Bam. <laughs> Getting a tattoo that says, who are these ghost people? And it's just an image of someone like Spider-Manning on the two stalls on this. I mean, <laughs> it takes some time. Um, okay, wait, can I say one last thing about your jingle jangle? Yes. Will you read me bedtime stories in the way that you read the description of story pirates. <laughs> I just don't care. I'm I sorry. really loved it. I, don't I loved. No, I genuinely loved it. I can't hide my feelings, <laughs> and I can't fake enthusiasm for something I don't care about. Okay, okay. You really just wear your heart on your sleeve, and I no. get it. I get it. I feel so much better at myself that I went with the true courtesy flesh song. I feel like there have been that was a close one, one or two clips. In the history of our podcast, which is a lot of episodes, where it's like, that was forced, you know? That yeah, clip was forced. it didn't forced. feel right. Yeah. But and we, as, when we feel it. Yeah, yeah, but we are improving this podcast Just every episode, and I'm going to try to follow my gut more. One In pooping song at a time. 2018, po- more <laughs> pooping songs, um, always courtesy flushing, and following your heart. Speaking of following your heart. Yes. One of my resolutions, I don't really do resolutions, one of my yeah, resolutions for 2018 is to improve in this next segment. Yeah. That would be a good improvement for you. Yeah. That, that was that was um diplomatic of you. Uh-huh. So, uh no comment is the next section. It's the section it's the segment where we just play a clip that needs kind of like no editorializing from us, right? We are not the people to like talk about this, but we think it's a valuable clip to to share with you all. And it's not just a segment, it's a challenge because... In the past, I've had a little bit of trouble um, just like setting the clip off to sea to your beautiful ocean of ears and not talking about it. It's been a hard thing for me. We even had a comment <laughs> in iTunes that was like, he says no comment, but then he comments <laughs> <Yeah>. a lot. <laughs> it's so true. Like the the old, like the one and only like comment that was actually like critical was like, why do you always yammer on after you say no comment? So, well, okay, I will be better in 2018 and I'm about to prove it. Okay, let's go. Okay. Let's do this. All right. So I'm ready. Reveal is a radio show and a podcast from the Center for Investigative Reporting, ooh la la, and PRX that cover, uncovers like hidden stories. Um, and this is this week's No Comment. I've never heard of this podcast before, by the way. You've... Why didn't I do this for my channel? It's okay. I'm going to listen to it now. Thank you. <sighs> okay, good. Um, it's actually really good. I like this one a lot. You're Many... talking too much. A little, you're getting there. It's like at the end of the Nintendo game when it's like the music starts getting faster. It's like, boop, 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 I thought boop. I only couldn't say things after. I'm just kidding. Go. Oh, gosh. You're doing a great I'm already job. messing no, up. No, Eric, you're doing a great no, job. No, no, no. But honestly, I need your feedback because otherwise I won't improve. But also, I interrupted you. No, yeah, that's okay. That's part of my, that's part of my improvement is. Okay. The, the Dealing with my Real time feedback. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do you um, want to start over? No. Okay. I think we're nailing it. Um, many of these stories reveal injustice and aim to hold the powerful accountable so in this clip from the episode rise of a movement host al letson and uh reveal writer will carlis are discussing the rise of the antifa movement so the antifa movement they're they're 
a group, the name comes from anti-fascism. They're a group that has arisen post-Trump, and the two are kind of comparing the violent acts between these two extreme sides, the Antifas and the alt-right white supremacist folks. With the rise of the Antifa movement, you know, what do we have now? Is, Is there an equivalency? I don't think there's an equivalency because you have to look at the reason that these people are doing what they do. When you talk to young, angry men, and most of them are men who are coming out and doing these things, they're doing it because they see that they are proactively trying to, what they say is, defend their community. So it's very different to a group, say the alt-right, for example, who are who are trying to spread their message and change They're trying to fundamentally change the rules and the laws of our country. Now, the far right have tried very hard to paint Antifa as anarchists. Okay, now there are anarchists within this group, no question. But Antifa doesn't have a stated goal of bringing anarchism to America. They're not trying to kick certain people out. They're literally, the vast majority of these people you talk to, they're just about one thing. And that's saying to certain people, we don't want you in our community. We don't want you saying these things and we're not going to let you do that. And if you come here, we're going to kick you out. So again, that was from the podcast reveal. The episode was called Rise of a Movement. Period. End of story. (laughs) Wow. Thank you for that tepid Uh, applause. I tried to clap, but I only have one hand because I'm holding a microphone. (laughs) And when I tried to clap with DJJ, never mind. I'm talking too much now. That was beautiful. Thanks. I really appreciate your support. And also... Your sound effects, DJJ Wu, that said what I couldn't. <laughs> Fabulous. Thank you, you so much. I, you're growing already. This. Uh, I'd like good. to thank iTunes. I'd like to thank my co-hosts, like, Lauren like and DJJ Wu. The commenter who pointed it out. <laughs> yeah. Very nicely. Gave us five stars. Because it's like you had mentioned it one or two times, but it really hit home in a different way from yeah, a stranger. I could tell you. It's like your mom telling Exa- you, like, brush exactly your teeth. Right. You're like, no. Right. Okay. Or your husband saying, like, you know, do the dishes. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, <laughs> okay. <sighs> now for our final segment. Segment, segment. Oh, which we just... I forgot about segment, segment, because <gasps> I was so amped up, and now I'm really excited. You were probably nervous about uh, I no was. comment. I was like, genuinely you know, nervous. performance anxiety, but, like, yeah. you nailed it. Now it's, like, relaxed oh, time, free exactly. time. Free highway spin time. Is highway that a, is that a, spin time. Is that a thing? Okay. Well, it might it be your segment segment. So uh, this is the segment where we talk about non-podcast related things that we're excited about. Because we have other interests. We're really dynamic people. Yeah. What is your segment segment, Lauren? <sighs> there are a lot of good things going on um, that I'm obsessed with right now. So many. So many. But it would be dishonest of me to <laughs> admit that I love anything more than my Super Nintendo, which, by the way, I bought for DJ Wu for Christmas. Like, it was a gift I bought someone else. Yeah. And I have been benefiting from it. Can you explain, like, what version of it it is? I mean, is? I never had Nintendo yeah. or any sort of uh, po- a console or whatever. Yeah, game. So, I don't whatever. know. DJ Wu, do you want to explain what we have? It's the Super Nintendo Classic. So it's like the reboot of this original Super Nintendo. It's super it, like, tiny. From built off of, ago. Uh, yeah. And there's the games are out. in it. You don't need to put yeah, the games. Yeah. So it was in. built off of a uh, Raspberry Pi, which is if any nerds out there know what <laughs> Raspberry Pi is, it that's what that is. On it's, the inside, it's like the version where back when you had those little discs and you had to like, mm-hmm. like blow. Yeah, them. the little cartridges. Yeah. Yeah. But you, the cartridges. So you don't need it. Yeah. It's basically like a there's like a little hard drive in there, so it just Ugh. like has a stash of games. It's and really cool. Just pick whatever you want. I feel like I like justify a lot of playing. Like I'm like, like Justin and I like don't watch as much TV anymore, and we yeah. like have game time together. Which I'm trying to be like, it's active, and like I'm like, isn't that the argu- <laughs> argument like seven year old boys have been telling their moms forever? <laughs> like it's better, you know. But like I do like mother myself. Like I when I come home from work, I'm like you have to do this and this and this, and then uh-huh. you can play your Nintendo or like like I'm up, up in the middle of the night. I'm like you can't play Nintendo. It's not Nintendo time. Wow, you're really like <laughs> self mothering yourself. I mean, yeah, I'm trying. Like, it would get out of. It's already getting out of control. <laughs> but I figure it, it's got to be a phase, right? Like it's all I think about during the day. I feel like everyone's trying to kill me. I feel like I hear the music all the time. I I swear to God, in the morning, I'm like, I can't wait to come home and play Nintendo. <laughs> There's something I can't even believe I'm admitting this. This is really very weird. Um, we should all be so lucky to be passionate about something like you're passionate about Super Nintendo. No. It's making yeah. me happy. I love it. 
Anyway, what's yours? Uh, okay, so mine is, <sighs> dear David, have you heard of this? No. Okay, Lauren, I'm flipping about <gasps> this. So you're no, you are gonna love it. Basically, there's this guy Adam Ellis, who he is really um like a talented comic book illustrator. Like he writes these little cute comics. Um, what are his comics? Oh, Adam Tots, I think, are like what his comics are called. But he's on Twitter at at Moby underscore Dickhead. He has been chronicling his experience with this little ghost thing that's like in his house. I think he lives here in New York. Um, and he calls it Dear David because he basically the start of it is like he heard this this story about like this kid and if you can ask him two questions but if you ask him three questions he's gonna kill you it's kind of hard to explain but it's been months it's been like a six-month thing and he's been tracking his experience with dear david on twitter and he's had all these sort of freaky experiences he takes pictures and weird things show up and blah blah blah. it gets really really good it's like a it's like modern day book this looks so fun how did you find out about this someone on facebook posted about it this a friend is really cool. um they were like there's a new dear david update because you know he'll go away for a few weeks when like nothing's happening and then he'll go back when when things have happened and posts about it so again his name is adam ellis his twitter handle is moby underscore dickhead and he chronicles the whole thing. He also links to Storify in his um, bio, which will take you to sort of like this more comprehensive list of all the story. We'll post it on our Facebook page. We should. Um, the latest post was on January 2nd, and he just says, I don't know what to do here. I'm at a loss. I just don't know. I mean, it's like a story like that you're seeing unfold. It's it, so fun. It's an exciting cool story that unfolds. To tell a story. Yeah. I love it. It really so feels cool. like a new frontier in storytelling and it's really well done and it's really kind of spooky and just so fun. I have a question though. Like tell what me. if um he's like tweeting and like he's like wants to tweet like I have a wedgie but he can't. Does he break the story? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think he has taken like, a break from non-Dear David tweets only Dear at David. this time. Okay. So yeah. if he has a wedgie he just has to like tell someone or text someone. He just has to like snap about it. Okay. He just Okay. Yeah. You mean snap the wedgie? <laughs> both cheeks. snap the wedgie and use the social media platform snapchat oh, okay to get the message out and also snap out of it and snap out of it oh my god so much snapping it's so much love it thank you for i'm i'm excited about this thank i you. can't wait for, I'm for you to read it yeah yeah it looks really cool okay. it is dj Jiwoo. uh so mine <laughs> is uh a series of things uh <laughs> one black pants uh <laughs> I because i wear black pants yours. all the time you do. Black um, pants is also kind of like maybe an example of the best segment segment ever. Do you know what I mean? Really it's like because black yeah. pants, yeah. Because no, like it just there's you could probably talk about black pants for like for five hours, ever. right? Yeah. But they're also no, kind literally. of innocuous. But it's mm. like the perfect thing for you to be excited about. Yeah, make you, you really can, happy. Yeah, you don't ever have to. There's like no worries when you have black pants. In your yeah, life, I love it. Honestly. And like you wear them well, man. Can I tell you? Thanks, man. Yeah, I you're welcome. It. You're welcome. I, appreciate <laughs> it. I mean, I like just like shit my pants when i'm wearing black pants because like no one yeah because then no you can't see it. who gives yeah. a fuck mm, yeah the freedom associated <laughs> then the the other two side note things in this series of second segment is uh sterling k brown and aziz and sorry winning their respective uh nominations for let's see sterling brown won best actor in tv drama uh and and sorry won Best male actor in a TV comedy. So first black male and a first Asian male to win uh, win an award. And then I think they were also the only two minorities to have won major awards at the Golden Globes, which That's is true. pretty insane. Um, but yeah, that was really exciting for me uh, as a person of color. But it's, uh, yeah. That's, That's awesome. It's exciting, but it also hurts a little I bit. I know. It's like, you know, and like, You've known But it's someone. the new year. You got to think positive. I know. It's no, I know, but it's two more than we had before. I, so. No, I know that. But I mean, like, <laughs> okay, you know when like you have known someone for a long time and you don't know their name and it's like too late to be like, I don't know your name. <laughs> Is this making yeah. connection making uh -huh. sense? Yeah. It's like, so. it's almost like we should have just pretended like they weren't the first <laughs> because it's so embarrassing that they were the first. Like how long have we been doing this? Yeah, and yeah. they're the first. Yeah. I am humiliated. Yeah. It's disgraceful. Well deserved, though, no, sure. I'm You're right. so happy for them. Oh my God. But it's almost like 
they should have been like, oh, we had someone else. Like, I'm joking, of course. <laughs> this is pointing to a humongous problem that is en- the ending. This problem is end- getting, we're getting better. Yeah. But it's shocking to me. I'm so proud and happy, but it's shocking to me that they're the first ones. Yeah. And yeah. Ju- Justin is so right. They're like, so well-deserved. And th- hopefully this will be the start of many, many more exactly. following. Yeah. Yes. And and we won't have to pretend anymore. Like, we can yeah. just be like, <laughs> yes. Like, and they're both just also like very talented actors. Yeah. Like, thank yeah. God they're on the scene. Sterling K. Brown was amazing in the OJ series. That's where I great. first really got him. Yeah. Also, to, part to of him. really important things of today, like things like that we're producing today, like, modern, yeah. like this, they were so symbolic of the year and um, new voices. And so I'm glad we got to celebrate them, but I just can't believe that they're the Now first we just got to get Issa an award. Yes. So, well, hopefully. she's uh, she already won, didn't she? Did win she an win? Emmy? Oh yeah, she did. She did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right, you're right. very deserving. Right. So. Also, she won something on this podcast where we <laughs> both uh, lady said we could sleep with. You guys her. would most oh, right. have sex yeah. with. That's like a big award. <laughs> that is <laughs> a big only award. One. <laughs> that is a big award. <laughs> well, thank you for making it this far with us. This was really fun. I'm glad we're back. I know it feels good to be back in the hot. Woo! But um, we have to go so I can go play Nintendo. Yes, obviously. And, um, and so that I can go read more Dear David. Thank you, Kara, for editing. You're and the best. Thank you, everyone listening. Um, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.